Okay, so cheers for coming on. Uh, a couple of questions I've got for you. Um, the first thing is, uh, so explain to me what a typical day is for you. Okay, so cheers for coming on. Okay, so a couple of questions I've got for you. So explain to me what a typical day is for you. A typical day for me doesn't really start until okay, so cheers for coming on. A couple of questions I've got for you. Okay, usually my first sort of clients aren't until three or four o'clock. And then I start teaching my singing lessons. Um, if I'm not teaching of an afternoon or evening, I'm usually gigging. And again, that means I've got a very late start. Usually I'll head out to a gig about six, half past six, uh, set up, do my thing, <laughs> go home. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the mornings are usually quite chilled. Don't really do a lot. Just relax, basically put your feet yeah. up and get yourself prepared. Um, so yeah. gigging wise, where do you sort of gig like are you local to like southeast or do you go all over like obviously i don't i haven't like researched much like sounds bad i haven't researched much about you i'd rather just learn from you rather than uh, <laughs> yeah. checking out all these other bits and bobs so I yeah thought... um yeah so my regular sort of gigs are bournemouth way um southampton new forest uh, but I just travel anywhere, wherever the gig is, wherever the money is. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I'm just happy to travel anywhere, really. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm assuming it pays like okay, um, and you're not going to like travel somewhere which isn't worth the money, so it makes perfect yeah. sense. Uh, so uh, one one time, this lady said, "I really want you to sing at my wedding in Scotland." I was like, "Okay." That's going to cost you quite a lot of money to get me to Scotland. <laughs> I, would, I would love to do it out of the goodness of my heart, but, um, yeah. <laughs> Look out for number one, I think, is uh, a good sign yeah, for that. Yeah, it's important to remember that, yeah. Do you have um, quite a lot of people, like, attending your gigs at the moment, or, I mean, what's uh, like the depends. average? I know, obviously, um, it's hit and miss, like, some places you can go and there may be, like, 10 people or there may be like 50 but like on average what do you yeah it's true yeah so it sort of depends on the night that you're given so like fridays and saturday nights people are usually out anyway um so if i go to a pub on a friday or a saturday night to sing you can pretty much guarantee it's going to be busy because people are out mm. um lots of venues are trying music on a thursday night to encourage people to come out and usually the thursday gigs are very quiet <laughs> um <laughs> My mum comes to every gig with me to help me set up and Thursday gigs, sometimes it has been known just to be me, mum and the staff. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> still get, still get paid though, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so it's not on those complete... occasions, it's, it's hard not to feel demoralised, but it is a job. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's the main thing as well, I think. Like Sometimes we have these obstacles where you've just got to keep sort of overcoming them like oh well it's just me my mum and the staff but in the day I'm still getting paid for it and I'm sure you enjoy exactly. it you know what I mean and it's a it's a blessing in disguise because sometimes in those situations I think this is the perfect time to choose the songs that I haven't done in front of a crowd before um I don't know if they're going to go well or not <laughs> so usually yeah. I just use it as like extra rehearsal time <laughs> yeah that's that's actually what I was just going to sort of go on to is saying like when when you're there and hardly anyone's there or whatever do you like do you feel demoralized so that you maybe don't put in as much effort because you feel like you don't need to sing that's great or are you like well i'm still going to give 100 percent, but i'm going to try this 
this track yeah, instead. Yeah, I'm more I'm more the latter. That I'll just probably put on something new that um, I've been working on, and yeah, like I said, it's the perfect opportunity to try it whilst the kit's all set up and to to give it a go. Yeah, to you... know whether I do in front of a crowd or not. <laughs> Are you like a um, uh, a one man band, or do you have like one man band, a one woman band? Sorry, do you have like? <laughs> um, like drummers and guitarists as well or anything like that or is it um well usually it's just me just me um and i sing to backing tracks um i have just started this year singing with a guitarist and he um also he sings as well so we're working on an acoustic du a duo which is nice it's, we've done a few things together and it is actually very refreshing to sing and be on stage with someone else because singing on your own for two hours is <laughs> not as fun as it looks <laughs> No doubt it's quite tiring as well, obviously, like... Yeah, exactly. If there's more than one person, then they, they share the workload with you. Yeah, yeah. it's always good. Um, do you, like, with your material, do you putting it out there, like, how have you been sort of going about that? Uh, do you get what I mean? So, like, if you're um, gigging and does, do you have, like, someone that records it and maybe, like, could live stream it for you or... Oh. Up on your YouTube channel, do you know what I mean? So you're getting this material together so people can maybe let you know what you offer from yourself, you know, like as a service or whatever like that, do you know what I mean? Because I've seen a few people um, sort of my way that have maybe done like singing and their sister's like recording it on Facebook Live and they get like a yeah. 30 people that have tuned in, drop a few likes or whatever. So it just builds yeah. that social That's network. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good idea. Um, Usually I do something after the events happen. So mum or my sister or someone whoever's watching will do take videos and um, pictures and I'll post them on social media afterwards. Um, I should get mum. I don't know if mum knows how to live stream, but <laughs> I should teach her. Yeah. Then, yeah, simple enough, you know, just click live and there you go. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's like obviously an interesting, um, like an avenue that ca you can pursue is obviously... People, and then people can share your videos or whatever. Um, mm. I mean, with my sort of work, I'm I haven't tapped into that market yet. So if I do workouts or whatever, I have I rarely live stream a workout for other people, which is a, like a lot of people have said, oh, you should record your class, and I'm like, yeah, 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 maybe I'll probably do it, and then I never get around to doing it. I'm quite bad yeah. at things like that because I'm setting my ways, so it's difficult. Uh, also, last thing that in a routine, it, like. Of like doing work is the last thing that springs to my mind to think, oh, yeah, <laughs> I live stream this. <laughs> yeah, because you're so uh, it's so manic and you're so well, not manic, but do you know what I mean. You're like, oh, I need to be singing and getting ready for this yeah. and that. And the last thing that comes to your head is, you know, the first thing that pops into your head isn't going to be, oh, I should put this on Facebook as yeah. a live stream. <laughs> but it is an avenue that obviously I think um, a lot of people are utilising like and and can use today, and it might might benefit you in the long run. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Because more often than not, if my notifications comes up and it says so and so is live, even if like I don't know half my Facebook friends, but <laughs> even if it says someone's live and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna just see what that's about. Yeah, just give it a click and have a watch yeah. or whatever. And that's it. And if it's something really good, you tune in for a little bit longer. So yeah, it's always a nice thing. Um, so what are your plans for this year, 2017? What have you got going um, on? So um, I teach singing. Uh, the past year and a half, I've taught out of music studios. So um, 
they do all the advertising, they find the students, and then I'm just sort of like, I'm self-employed, but I'm, they find my students for me. Yeah. Um, but at the start of this year, I um, actually left all the studios and decided to go it alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so this year I'm building up uh, a student client base under my own name. Um, so that's the plan. I've given myself sort of six months to um, build up enough students and then I would really like by the summer to be in a position to sort of rent my own permanent premises for yeah. it. Because at the moment I teach out of um, a lovely hotel in Bournemouth. They are very nice. Um, but obviously it's not 24-hour access. I yeah. just rent the room for the time I need it. Not that I would offer a 24-7 availability for singing lessons. That would just be mad. No, <laughs> but, no but I um, get what you mean. Like if someone yeah. wants um, 11 o'clock and then you've got someone at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, like if you have your own premises, it's like, well, I can be there at 10 to set everything up and exactly, leave when yeah. I want. So, yeah. and obviously like, you know, they're, like you said, they're nice people and the nice hotel, but at the end of the day, you've got to think about business growth for yourself and expanding yeah. or whatever. Have you not thought, I know you're only just starting, but like, have you got any sort of ideas in the sense of where you want your business to go? There's like, you're bringing in, you say by the summer, you've got your clients, you've got your premises, like, do you see how you're going to expand from there? Like, are you going to look at bringing another coach in or whatever? Do you know what I mean? Mm. You can be no. Like, I don't know. I'm just suggesting <laughs> ideas for you. <laughs> um, gosh. I don't know. That seems very responsible to then be, like, accountable to someone else's well. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. That's, yeah. that's the best I'm way. I'm one of those people that I, I like to... It's a good and a bad thing. I like to be reliant on myself. Yeah. Um, whereas if I felt like if I expanded to that extent, I don't know how. First of all, how responsible I am to to be to be responsible for someone else's income. Like I feel a lot of accountability for that. Yeah. Also, then if they let me down, ah, yeah. I don't know how to manage the workforce. No, <laughs> my um, one of my sort of uh, barriers for my my own business was I was working with someone I first started, really cool guy, really great guy, he ended up not wanting to do it anymore. So he left and I was like, shit, like I've got to like control everything now, like what's going on? And because I wasn't used to doing that, like so it's kind of the opposite, because I wasn't used to doing that, it was like a bit of a shock. And mm. then um I did that by myself for a while and then I brought in a girl to to help me with my classes, but I found that I was still like she would take the class but I was still going down there just to make sure it's all running okay and yeah. like, everything's being offered because obviously like I've got my own standards of how I expect things to be done yeah and I think like maybe from your perspective as well as like you've got your own ways of teaching and delivering a service and if you bring someone in you may be accountable for their income but are they going to offer the, the service that you require do you know what I mean so yeah and it's true with also with singing um some people who sing feel they can teach singing um, and I've heard people give very, very bad advice <laughs> and it, like, cause you're obviously, you're, you wouldn't, I wouldn't be sat in the lessons all the time. I couldn't trust what they were saying, but, um, yeah, people have different theories about singing and some stick, of it's a load of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> stick, stick to your beliefs. It's the same with um, yeah. fitness. We like someone would be like, how would you burn body fat? And then I'll give them an answer. And then someone gives them a completely different answer. And I'm like, yeah. well, <laughs> you know, I don't think that's right, but yeah. 
go with whoever you want. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. If it works for you, whatever. But um, how can you, like, touching on the singing um, techniques and, like you saying, you know, some people give bad advice. Like, how can you teach people how to sing? Like, I've always been curious. as like, do you need <laughs> a bit of talent beforehand or does that just help you along the way? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I would say that... Uh everyone has the potential to be able to sing um because it's like with uh okay i'm not a fitness person but (laughs) i imagine that um you would say everyone has the ability to be physically active like to run like if someone who's really unfit said um i'll never be able to run you know that in time they would be able to run because they have the muscles same muscles that everyone else has to have the ability to run yeah yeah. Is that a fair metaphor? Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes <laughs> um, perfect sense. So everyone has the same mechanism in here to make sound, to, to sing. Um, it's more about understanding the feedback from what happens here and how that sounds and then how that sounds in context with the things that you're singing with. So um, it's more about ear training, I would say, because everyone can sing. When you talk, you're essentially singing because... Um, when you set me off now, so please tell me to shut up if I'm going on too long. No, 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 keep <laughs> going. When, when you, um, like when you get excited, your voice will tend to go up in pitch. You'll tend yeah. to talk up here a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if you're trying to be, um, stern or serious, you might find that your voice drops so that, uh, you sound a bit more mean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really ever talk down there. Um, so yeah, everyone has the capability to make sound and to change pitch when they talk. So high notes and low notes. Mm. It's more about then understanding whether the high notes and low notes that you're making fit with all the stuff around it. So Does that yeah, make no, sense? That, that makes perfect <laughs> sense. So it's almost like a, um, you know, like vocal. That's like you said with the pitch, but obviously you use your vocals to go high and go low or whatever. Yeah. Like I've... Everyone, can, everyone can do that it's about thinking then understanding that if I want to sing a high note this is what I have to do yeah um, just tying the joining the dots does it um see like obviously like you said with the everyone can do it up and down but I'll be one to raise my hand on this and say I can do a high note but it's absolutely awful <laughs> it doesn't sound good <laughs> so yeah, then there's an element of having to fine tune the sound so things to make it sound nicer how how do you go about doing that that's my question like Um, do you know what I mean is there is there you don't have to give away your techniques do you know what I mean I'm not asking for that but um (laughs) my little brother he he done um he's done like acting and he had to do singing lessons um and he'd done it with someone locally in Hastings and he was saying like a lot of it's um like breathing and posture as well like can have a uh, posture can make a huge difference um like anchoring yourself that's very important to make sure you're giving your body a your body is the anchor so that your larynx can move freely yeah so there's a difference probably in many things that you do as well and like an, an anchored body is strong but a tense body is not uh does that make sense so like if you just tense your body someone could easily push you over yeah whereas if you anchored it would be harder for them to push you over so yeah there's a lot of importance in having good posture and anchoring yourself to give you give you um strength um 
But then other things that can make your voice sound pretty um playing around with this like uh resonance um so your larynx here like your adam's apple yeah. um it naturally moves up for high notes and down for low notes just thinking about what i said then yeah it goes up for high notes down for low notes whereas you can play with that um as well to make different sounds so just because you're singing a high note, you could still lower your larynx a little bit to make like the vocal chamber longer, to make uh, boost like uh, the bass resonance in it. Yeah, no, that makes uh, well. I'm listening to myself, and that was very boring. But no, no, it's not <laughs> because uh, like it's interesting for me. Like I'll I'll let you know if I'm getting bored. I'll be like, oh my god, I'm leaning back. That would be brutal. You'd be yeah. like, Sam, this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm, I'm I'm very like shoot from the hip. I say it as it is. So. <laughs> But um, honestly, no, it's interesting to like learn that because obviously you can train yourself to, I assume you can train yourself to better manage like, like you said, opening the, um, so your Adam's apple goes up, but you can open the vocal cords or whatever. And do you know what I mean? You can, I'm assuming that you can train yourself to deliver that better. Like yeah. if, if I was to sing now, which I'm not going to do, it would probably be <laughs> awful, but I'm sure if I had like an hour session with you, you'd be like, right, what you need to do is, like, I don't know, like, squeeze more. Or, there's obviously little yeah. techniques, do you know what I mean? I assume. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I, the way I found out I was a bad singer, and I don't know whether the phone picks it up well, but when I was younger, I uh, sang um, Enrique Iglesias' Hero on my phone, and it sounded so bad. <laughs> it was the worst thing. And to me, like, obviously, when I was singing it without recording it, I was like... Hey, I could be the next Tom Jones. Like, I'm, I'm banging this out, and then I recorded it, and I was like, yeah, I think I'm like, pitch deaf or tone deaf or whatever they call it, because <laughs> it was awful. But my older oh. brother and my little brother, I don't know why they can both sing like really well, not like amazing. But my older brother performed um, when he was younger in Oliver, and I think I can't remember the guy's name, like Bill Sykes, I think is one of the characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oliver. He played him and he had to sing like the low, like, woo, woo, do you know what I mean? Like menacing songs. And I'm like, fuck me, how do you do that? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what made me go home and record my own voice. And I was like, this is awful. Like, I, I should quit. <laughs> so I, I tried rapping instead, which I was a little bit better at. But, you know, it was a big hit back in the day. That's all I'm going to say on that. And <laughs> you, came, you came to Hastings uh, a while ago, didn't you? I think. Did you perform an event yeah. near or around Hastings? I think it. Um, I saw through uh, Brett McLean. I think I saw that you'd performed. Oh yeah, there. that. Oh gosh, that seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Um, yes, I sang at a charity fundraiser. I can't remember where, but it was in Hastings. Um, it must yeah. have been uh, down. I think Azur by the seafront. Would that be where it was? Yes. Yeah. That's, that was it. That's that seems like a going. long time ago. So I'm struggling to remember. It was like a James Bond scene. I remember that. Looking all dazzling, like men in suits and women in fancy yeah. dresses. Yeah. Everyone slammed up. Yeah. Do you, like, did that? Um, do you feel that went well? Like, obviously, when you was down there, was it like quite a big attendance? I know you're saying like because it feels like ages ago, you might not be able to remember, but. Was there, like, a lot of people that came down? Or... Yeah, it was a really well-attended event. Um, it was scary for me because, actually, um, it was probably one of, thinking about it, probably one of the first gigs that I properly did because growing up I'd always done, like, Amdram and um, things where I wasn't paid 
um, like I wasn't classing myself as a professional, I was just an amateur. And then when I decided to go full-time music, this was probably one of the first gigs that came in. Um, yeah, probably I wasn't actually very good, but, but it felt like it, it was yeah. good. <laughs> well, with anything, like I, uh, your, your first one, you always think after, you're like, Phew, I think I smashed it, but you learn like <laughs> as you go on and become better and you gain more experience, your first one was probably not as good as yeah, what you're currently doing yeah. now, but I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it was. Um, I'm sure it was fine. Do you still get nervous now, like before you perform, um, even if it's just like to ten people? Do you know what I mean, like if I said to you, "Right, sing me a tune now," would you feel a little bit under pressure and like <laughs> a little bit nervous? Do you know what I mean? Ah, uh, a little unprepared, but um, I think that. Gig-wise, it's really quite bad. I don't get nervous. I get nervous about being there on time and setting up the equipment and all like the logistics that come before singing. Mm. And then the actual singing part, it's just, it's just fun. Maybe a little element of nerves, but nothing like what I used to experience when I was younger. I can remember being just terrified. And that was just to go on and sing one song. Like, yeah. And I think... it. It shows you that, like, the power of repetition and the more times you do something, the more familiar it gets, that it just becomes second nature. So, yeah. I don't yeah, really I mean, get that nervous. A something particularly... It's not really crowds that um, make me nervous, or it's not really the number of people I'm singing to that makes me nervous. It's more the occasion. I find I'm really nervous when it comes to weddings, because... Weddings are, like, big. Like, yeah. that's someone's special day, like, the most important day <laughs> of their lives. <laughs> and then when you're singing as they're walking down the aisle, all you can think is, oh, God, please don't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. Um, I mean, I, I can massively agree with you. Like, when I, before I take, take a session, like, fitness session, beforehand I'm usually a little bit nervous, I'm a little bit anxious, I'm like, oh, God, like... Is everything going to go fine? And then as soon as I'm there and the session starts, it's like, boom, element time, like, no nerves, no nothing, complete focus, deliver the session. And then after I'm just like, yeah, I'm a fucking sick trainer. That's it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, blow my own horn. I'm sure, like, you can relate in some ways. You get off stage and you just, like, or get off singing and you're just like, yeah, I smashed that today. Like, <laughs> job done. Whereas sometimes you may be like, eh, I could have probably yeah. done this a little bit better, but, you know, whatever, get on with it, move forward. Um, so, what do you get out of what you do? Do you know what I mean? Like, so obviously you train people to sing, and obviously you sing yourself. Like, what what do you get out of it? Do you know what I mean? Like, just from yeah. singing on stage, do you just does it make you feel happy? Do you feel good? Like, or and like training yeah. people, do you feel does it feel good to like help someone develop on their skills? Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, definitely. I would say probably out of the two aspects of my my work, the teaching definitely brings um, a greater sense of satisfaction and achievement in, in helping someone else. Um, and you can see a lot more growth in someone who's learning and you teach them something. They go away and practice it. They come back next week and they sound like completely different like that power to be able to to help someone like that um is incredibly rewarding whereas like with my own singing it's fun and it's a not and don't get me wrong it's a lovely way to earn money like to sing as a job 
<laughs> it's, it's amazing. But like, I don't get that same sort of sense of uh, achievement. Probably because I don't push myself enough as a as a singer. But yeah, the teaching is very rewarding. Um, I love helping helping others and seeing their growth. How long have you been teaching singing for? Because obviously you said before that you were sort of working for studios and they were giving yeah. you the clients. How long has that been going on for? Um, so I got my teaching diploma in 2011, I think. Um, and then I was sort of teaching alongside having an office job. Um, and then, like I said, I committed full-time to music about two years, a year and a half ago. Um, so, yeah, I've been qualified for doing the maths six years <laughs> to teaching thereabouts, six years. Bags of experience, basically. Yeah. You know, like, obviously, I was, I was thinking, do you know what I'm saying when I say that? Like, I hope you're not thinking I'm being rude. Bags of experience, obviously. <laughs> it's like, you know, to say you're well experienced in what you do. <laughs> um, what's yeah. your best singing experience? So, like, where have you gone? Um, to perform or whatever and you've like come off and been like that was fucking amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah um probably um when i was 18 which seems a long time ago <laughs> oh, i'm so old um when i was 18 i won a, a singing competition and i got to sing at this um like arena concert called the big gig and it was at the manchester even news arena um which was incredible. It was like a, a like a proper like star-studded lineup. There was McFly, Natasha Bedingfield, Amory, Calvin Harris, and I won um, like a five-minute slot in the lineup. Oh! So I went and uh, I sang my song at eighteen, absolutely crapping myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was probably the biggest thing and most terrifying. But that's is that the thing you've like sort of most enjoyed? Is that do you think that kind of I think, on hindsight, yes. I wish at the time I'd been able to enjoy it more, yeah. but it was just terrifying. Like, <laughs> the thought of it was very overwhelming. I think it's hard to tell your... Don't you wish, like, you could sometimes look back at your younger self and just tell yourself just to chill out yeah. and enjoy things a bit more. Like, I was just absolutely terrified, whereas... And I can't, on hindsight, think like remember much about how I was feeling other than scared, and I think that if I got the opportunity now... You would enjoy it more. Yeah, it's always you, you've got confidence to enjoy it. With like big experiences, sometimes that is always the way of like yeah. the the nerves or the the scared feeling kind of not ruins the occasion, but like when you reflect back, you're like, God, I was shitting myself then. <laughs> rather than much I can remember. <laughs> yeah, rather than yeah, you know, I was well buzzing. Like, obviously, I know you were happy, but you reflect back on sort of the negative emotion. Like, that's what I find from a lot yeah. of people when you even talk to them, everyone always wants to talk about sort of their negatives or the negative situation or the negative feeling they felt at the time. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, didn't you feel good about it? And they're like, yeah, but I was also like shitting myself. And I'm like, yeah. well, push that to the side. Like you're shitting yourself. How did you genuinely feel like you pleased that you've done it? And usually yeah. they're like, yeah. So, I mean, massive experience for you like hats off to you because I wouldn't have been able to do that I mean I'm <laughs> sure there was a bit of a crowd there as well and being 18 and just stepping up there for five minutes and belting one out yeah I'd, uh, I, would, I would have just stood on there with the mic in my hand and just been like uh... 
<laughs> just just dropped it and ran off with a little tear in my eye, like what's going on? <laughs> Um, what motivates you to um, like? What motivated you to get into music? Like, was it so is it something you've done your whole life, or did you develop? Like, did you learn? Like, I don't know. At the age of twelve, you was like, actually, I'm a pretty good singer. I'm gonna. Oh my this. goodness! Go you must be psychic. At the age of twelve. <laughs> no, actually, at the age of twelve, <laughs> um, I thought, oh. I I'm moderately good at singing, um, and I convinced my mum to uh, get me private singing lessons. And I had singing lessons right through till I was about 17. Um, and then I just did the usual sort of stuff. Alongside working, I did Amdram and talent competitions and stuff like that. But um, I probably came to singing quite committed to singing quite late because I was really, really shy. <laughs> I was really very shy um, growing up, so I was never like putting myself at the front of the stage. I was never going for like the leading parts or anything. Um, and that's why I did singing alongside an office job. Um, and probably that was the best thing for for me. That was the best journey to go on because being in a workplace, making new friends, working with the public, it gave me the confidence then that I needed. As a, as a person to be able to communicate with people um, to then decide actually yeah my singing is good enough and now I'm a strong enough person to do that How full time. How did you um, like overcome that like obviously I know it may have happened when you was like 14, 15 but how did you like overcome that um, barrier of like shyness do you know what I mean so like I'm yeah. sure like back then you were like the lead roles coming up inside you you're like i want to do it i want to do it but you're so like shy you're just like i can't yeah <laughs> how did you like push past that like one day did you just think fuck it like i'm going for it or is it something that happened over a period of time i think it was over time and like maturing you realize that well my fear was that i just didn't think i was as good as anyone else um but really, you've got to remember, you've got to play to your strengths that um, you can't compare someone else directly to what you do. Like, you can say, oh my goodness, that person can sing so high, I'll never sing that high. Yeah. But that person perhaps doesn't have the same vocal quality you have in the middle of your range. Like, you have to remember that you've got to um, to be confident in the things that you can do well. Uh, so I, I, I think for me, it was that I stopped comparing myself to other people and just thought actually you know what I can do this very well um, and then if I'm the right person then uh, they'll choose me. Yeah <laughs> no it makes perfect sense obviously you know you've kind of got to put yourself out there for things to happen and just learn what your qualities are I guess like I don't know um, I'm never going to be the Usain Bolt running 100 meters but like I may be the best trainer that Usain Bolt has you know what I mean so it's kind of exactly. like you, you understanding what your best qualities are and and then going right I'm just going to smash this area and if I'm the right person I'm the right person kind of like yeah. a job interview really do you know what I mean exactly. you go there yeah. sell yourself and then whether they want to want to take you or not um you know it's up, up to them oh you've done your best um what is because you, you mentioned it and I have no idea what it means Ahmad is that what you said oh Amdram Amdram yeah. that's it, it just Amad. means Amad. <laughs> it just means um, amateur dramatics, you know, like in your local area, you must have hundreds of them. There's, this is like a little society of people that um, put on shows, they mostly put them on for fun. Oh, okay. 
like so, musicals and stuff like that. Yeah, we I think we have uh, the White Rock Theatre they down here and they do um, little plays and performances yeah. and etc etc. Have you been in quite like quite a lot of them then like obviously so performance wise was it always just singing or have you done like a little bit of acting as well like on stage or whatever like for a little play or something I don't know like I could say I've done um, acting because I was in the nativity play when I was like five but that doesn't really count <laughs> do you know what I mean but um, on like a, a bigger scale have you like ever looked at doing different roles or whatever um I, I used to do musical theatre so that's acting and singing um I'm fine with acting through song, but straight acting, I don't think I'm very good at it. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I would never just go into a, into a play and rely on my ability to act. Um, but I do a musical and act alongside singing. Yeah. Mainly because singing would sort of carry me along a bit. I'm sure you ain't that bad. <laughs> I mean, my... Um... My acting qualities, I could probably, like, obviously I've never done anything, but I think I could act some, like, serious roles if I really wanted to, but yeah. obviously, singing-wise, that's what would let me down if someone was like, well, we need you to act serious, but then we need you to go into a musical, I'd be like, um... Uh. <laughs> I don't think I can do that, like, I'm not not competent in singing, but if you want me to look serious, I'll do that, you know? So yeah. it's, it's one of those things, but um, obviously... I don't know, like musicals, like singing musicals, from like what I've gone and seen, they're very bubbly and upbeat. Have you ever been in like one that's a little bit maybe darker or whatever? Does that make sense? Uh, yes. When when I was younger, we did uh, Les Mis, Les Miserables. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so I played Eponine in that. Uh, but the fun, you're right, the, the, the fun musicals though, like the upbeat, lively ones, they're much more fun to be in. Whereas <laughs> for a, like a sad musical, you just got to act sad, serious, yeah. the whole time. Um, you're just yeah, on stage like so uh, jazz hands, you know, <laughs> whilst, whilst oh, yes. singing, singing really loud, like cracks me up. Did you ever have to do like um, dancing as well whilst you're on there? Like... Oh yes, I'm not the most natural dancer. Um, <laughs> I can move in time, just only one body part at a time. Like I can either sidestep or I can do something with my arms. Like I can't tie the two together. Um, but I was in, I played Gabriella in a production of High School Musical. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of dancing involved in that. And obviously as the lead, you, like you're always plonked right at the front. And I was like, oh no, people behind me can dance so much better than me. <laughs> my voice will carry me through this. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't... Well, the thing is, I thought I did all right, but then my cousin, who um, who is a dancer, she came and watched me and she said, mm, <laughs> dancing really isn't for you. I was like, oh, no, it must have been really bad. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would just lie. Yeah. Just lie and say that it was really good. <laughs> I would have just, like, given you a pat on the back and been like, well, you've you done well. <laughs> <laughs> you did your best. Yeah, there's always room for improvement, you know. But, um... Yeah, that's what I mean, quite cool. Uh, do you do anything else, like, other than you, you're doing your singing school, I can call it that, can't I? Yeah. <laughs> so you're doing your singing school. Is there, there anything else you sort of um, do as well? Like, could you have you, like, become qualified in anything else, or has it just solely been music as life kind of thing? Um, 
Yeah, I mostly just do music and um, singing. I'm good at maths as well. Um, <laughs> I don't think I don't know myself just like really boring. Although maths doesn't make me sound particularly interesting. Um, yeah, but growing up it was either music or maths. Um, yeah. um, so I still I did private maths tutoring for years. I still do it a little bit now, but I'm a bit out of practice to be honest with you. It shows you that if you don't do something every day, that it just disappears. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been? So you still? Um... You still sing uh, every day, I guess, yeah? Like, you're not, yeah. like, just once a week, or, you know, I might just go and belt out some vocals in the mirror for a little bit, or whilst I'm in the shower, and then that's it, that's me done. Like, you're still focused and committed on developing yourself as well. Yeah, I think that was one of my New Year's resolutions, was to stop being so lazy, um, because I did fall into the trap of that I would only sing... Um, Sounds really bad, but I was, I was only singing when I was being paid. So, like, uh, I would only sing when it was a gig. Yeah. Um, um, which meant that, like, three evenings a week when I wasn't gigging, I was just sat, <laughs> just being lazy, yeah. being complacent and not doing anything. Um, so I made a conscious effort that this year I'm going to try new material, stuff that I just have shelved because it's too hard. And I gave up. Um, and also I'm learning to play guitar, which is going very slowly, but it's going. <laughs> so Massively hard to, to learn the guitar. Like um, my friend, uh, he lives around the road from me, he plays uh, acoustic guitar. And he's like not amazing, but he's at a competent level where he, he's comfortable like playing. And I was like, yeah, mate, teach me. And um, I learned how to play 007 James Bond, which is like, three strings it's really piss easy and he was like um trying to teach me the chords almost and my fingers yeah. after just they were just ripped and i was like it's hard. <laughs> I was like, and then you're trying to move your hand as well and like doing it at a speed so like if you're playing a song or whatever obviously the rhythm's like quick and you're like trying to move your fingers quick enough it's just like yeah. i just it's had to tough. put the guitar down i was just like i'm i'm retiring I'm too good for this. <laughs> Your very brief guitar career. Yeah, it's, over. it's over. But if someone says to me, oh, can you play guitar? I say, yeah, because I can play James Bond. So, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not lying. That's your party trick. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I just <laughs> pull out the guitar and start strumming along. Um, <laughs> so what um, <clears throat> you said, obviously, you was only singing, you know, you was not singing for like three days of the week. And obviously this year you've made a conscious decision to sort of put more effort in. Why do you think... Um, you lost that slight bit of spark. That's that's the best way I can describe it. I think. Yeah. To, to stop um, singing. Like, why? Where did the? I know, like anything, you've done it for a long time, and you, like sometimes you're just like, Do you know, what? I've done this for ages. I can't really be bothered. Or I've just put my feet up. But like, I think what did anything in your life trigger you to slightly be demotivated towards it? Um, I think it was just. It was just routine, it just became very routine. Um, and then I think the thing that snapped me out of it was that um, obviously this year trying to find my own clients, um, I realized that I needed to be the best version of myself for people to want to come to me. Yeah. So I wanted to, um, basically, I just wanted to be better than everyone else. <laughs> so that's why I was like, okay, if I can sing better, if I can learn how to teach better, then uh, 
everyone will want to come and learn from me. <laughs> no, that's um, a, a really good quality to have in, in the sense of mentalities. Like, right, instead of uh, this being a routine and I'm like, I can't really be bothered with it, you've got that mental edge where you're like, right, I need to put in the hours now. I need to deliver like the best session because I am yeah. the best and I'm going to be the best. And it's kind of like, it helps develop like a ruthless nature. Like sounds, I, I can speak from my own experience. It sounds quite bad, but I want to deliver the best sessions because I just yeah. want to crush my competition. Like I want to destroy them. <laughs> and it's so yeah. harsh to say, but I'm just like, I, I don't want to make you broke. Like, and I don't want to nickel your clients or anything, but I do want to destroy your business because I want yeah. success and I want to be better, but it doesn't always work out that way. Unfortunately, like there are people that have maybe got like that slight focus or whatever, but all I try and all I try and do is just raise myself to that level and push past it and keep doing me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So obviously for you, it's the, I assume the same thing in like singing schools and stuff. You were just like. I can be the best singer or I can teach the best so that's what I'm gonna do you know yeah yeah but and 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 also these people like singing lessons personal training sessions like it's people passing with money that they don't have to part with like uh well I suppose for some people it's different but for sing singing isn't a necessity people come because um they want to so I feel like I need to do a good job and be on the ball and uh, and give the best service I can because people are passing with money and time that um, that they don't have to. So you feel a great obligation to do a good job. <laughs> I would like um, sort of counter that point with just like my opinion. is like if for someone, um, so I can use fitness as an example because it applies to it as well, but for say someone like singing is there almost form of escapism and it makes them really happy yeah. then I would have to say to them like look man singing's what's making you happy these singing lessons are what make is what making is what's making you happy yeah. like fuck off your sky tv because sitting down and telly is like not making you happy you're being beamed all this negative shit or whatever like this escapism but you're being slightly lazy you're just watching tv and come and pay for my singing lessons and enjoy it do you know what I mean it's like yeah for me people would rather like people are like oh I can't afford fitness and I'm like but you can afford to sit in front of Sky TV all day like which one's better for you do you know what I mean like yeah. come yeah. come and put five ten years five or ten years onto your life or sit at home eat a meal and cancel your fitness like for me obviously my dedication is fitness do you know what I mean I would be like well I'd rather sell my computer and then carry on with my fitness then yeah. you know the opposite way so I think people have it um, a little bit twisted and uh, some guy who I podcasted with before the one that didn't um, didn't record the audio for he actually brought that point to me and I was like that's a fucking good point like people would rather have their Sky TV than, than to put five or ten years onto their lives but so what I'm trying to say really is like if music is someone's escapism surely it should be worth the sacrifice of the Sky TV or the, yeah. I don't know, my, a membership to fucking boohoo.com, I don't know, <laughs> do you know what I mean, like, <laughs> your Amazon Prime, like, yeah. cut it off, or your Netflix, and cut it off, and save the money, and come, come learn a, um, come learn a skill, and develop as a person, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah, 
So like that's the spin that I'd say to you is like if you you know your clients are ever saying to you, oh, I haven't really got any money, like you know you've got to be kind of forward and be like, well, sacrifice your fucking Netflix account, like <laughs> you know, yeah, because that's not helping you in the long run in developing a skill or becoming a better singer, which could then earn you more money, you know. Yeah. Have you ever dealt with um, a difficult client, like any difficult clients before? Like, no, you don't need to drop any names or anything. But have you ever <laughs> dealt with like? rude clients who you've like, um, tried teaching and they like are a bit snobby like eh, I know more than you <laughs> um, <laughs> see that was great acting I thought <laughs> it was yeah <laughs> um, I've probably been very fortunate I, I haven't had anyone difficult um, I mean admittedly mostly I teach young so teenage girls girls my age <laughs> and we're all so nice. <laughs> yeah, just um, uh, no, I've not had anyone difficult. Have you ever had these like, singers uh, are lovely? They're just naturally nice people. Yeah, well, yeah, I've never met a, a, a proper singer, but you, you seem nice, so I'm gonna have to take oh. a word for it. <laughs> um, have you ever dealt with like uh, a student that's come to you and they think they're up here like up high they can sing really well they're like the best thing ever and you kind of have had to like knock them down a peg how do you go about doing that um because i'm like an overly i'm like a confident guy like if i turn up i'll be like yes i'm the new elton john in the building like, i'm <laughs> going to smash these notes and then you'd hear me and you'd be like mm, you're not, like, <laughs> how do you address that like have you ever had that situation there are certainly people who once they get a tiny bit of attention, um, then it inflates their ego and then they do think they're better than they are. But not to an extent where I've had to say anything. Um, it's just an encouragement that as well as being confident, you need to work behind the skill that goes goes with it. So just because some one, two, three people said you sounded really good doesn't mean that you can stop investing in a talent. Because, uh, yeah, I've not really... Because to me, confidence and being confident in your ability, obviously you don't want the extreme version of it to be arrogance, but it's a good thing to have for someone who's going to be on stage. Like, I would never try and diminish someone's confidence because that's more often than not what I'm trying to build in, in yeah. singers. is um, That's what they're lacking. They're often like, like what I was. I was a good singer, but I didn't have the confidence to, to let people hear it. So if they've got the confidence and abundance, then they just need to work on making sure that they they have something worthy of being confident of. Yeah, no, that makes um, makes sense. Obviously, um, I'm touching on the negatives a lot here, so I'm sorry. But like, say you've got, um, how do you like, how would you tune someone? And so, say like, for example, if I didn't have my phone and I didn't record myself singing, I would have thought I'm fucking awesome. Like I'm so good because to me, my tone when I sing sounds okay so like say I came to you and I was like you're like yeah hit me with some vocals and I just like start belting out some stuff and after I'm like smiling like a Cheshire cat I'm like yeah I smashed it <laughs> yeah. how would you tell me like you know I need to work on this or look you need to do this or do you eradicate that and just go to yourself far oh, like yeah what you should do more is just focus on uh, opening your throat more, or opening your mouth more, or whatever, or letting it out. So instead of telling me it was shit, 
which it would be, <laughs> you were just saying to me, <laughs> this is how you could do it better. Like, how do you... I probably... So say in that instance, is the first time I'd seen you or whoever we're talking about. I, I would probably pull on the positives and say, oh, you did this really well. So we'll focus on the things that you already naturally do well because um, you'll feel a greater sense of achievement anyway because you can always already kind of do it. Then it's sort of building the awareness of when I make this noise and do it like this, this sounds good. This sounds nice to other people. Yeah. <laughs> so work on that tiny bit first of all. And then once <laughs> you've got a stronger foundation, then you can start branching out a bit. So say like the, the middle range of your voice, like where you talk, when you sing in that range, it sounded good, then we just do exercises in that area, we choose songs that fit that range. Um, yeah, because like I said before, it's about building ear training, so you can hear that this is a desirable sound, people like it, and this is how I make it. Mm. Um, yeah, but I am honest, if someone does some, it, it takes a while to build that trust, where you feel like, actually, we're at a place now where I can say to you that sounded not good. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe after like a month or so, I'd say to you, after you've done something, can you hear how that didn't sound as good as it could have, or that didn't sound as nice as when you did it the time before? And then it's it's pointing out, it's building the ear training so that like you can say that didn't sound as good as this. Let's try it again. See if you can replicate it the way you did it before. Yeah, well, I'm sure they'll know when they look at you and you've got your fingers in your ears and you're pinching <laughs> your eyes together. And well, they're like, oh. My more elderly clients, he's 80, he took to singing six months ago um, as a new hobby. He's retired, obviously. Um, he says he can always tell when he's not quite reaching pitch because I have this telltale sign of going like this, like just lifting my body. And he's like, it's like you're trying to help me. Yeah. <laughs> and I can tell when I'm not on pitch because I go like this. <laughs> How, um, like, um, so, like, singing-wise, there's, oh, I'm going to be really bad, there's, like, notes, yeah, so, I don't know, like, you sing in a certain range and you'll be, like, hit, I'm going to sound really thick, like, A minor or something, like, how <laughs> can you tell, like, the range, like, of some, obviously you've gone and become qualified in doing that. But how could I say, oh, you're singing at a B minor, that's really good. Like, how could I know, recognise the pitches, do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So you've so... got like ear, so like for me, say you started singing, how would I know what pitch you're going for? Alright, um, well most people don't really have that ability, so the, I think what you're asking, like the ability to someone to sing a note and you to know what note it is yeah, um yeah. Is, is, is perfect pitch and not very many people have perfect pitch like it's a real like super skill <laughs> it's like a superpower um uh, i don't have perfect pitch um so if you said to me if someone said to me sing a middle c i could give it a good go i, I wouldn't be far off but i i wouldn't lay money that i was going to sing a middle c spot on um What's more achievable for people is, so say you, if, I, if someone gave me a middle C, then I could sing you the tone up and then the tone up, or if you asked me to sing a middle C and then sing you the semi-tone up. Like I could, it's more achievable for someone to be able to spot intervals rather than for someone to say, right, sing an A, and you and to be able to do it. is That's quite um, a special ability to be able to do that. So if someone comes to you and actually did that, you'd be rubbing your hands like... 
I'm going to sign you up to a record label. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a, an amazing skill to have, but also it's quite, um, it's not a necessary skill. It's like an added bonus, it's like a cherry on the top, but you don't need it. It's like, pe- like my elderly client, he says to me he wants to learn perfect pitch. I'm like, that's a very, it's a very ambitious thing to, to learn. Um, yeah. It's more achievable for you to be able to spot intervals and to be able, first of all, it's a talent for someone to play a note and you to sing it back to them. Some people can't even, can't spot that. Like you play a note and then say the notes here, they choose a note up in the sky. Yeah. Like yeah. it's more achievable to be able to match pitch and then work out steps from there. Sounds um, fucking hard to teach, man. It sounds like ridiculously hard. It's like, how can you tell someone like they they hear this like level of uh, pitch, and then they sing this like high level of pitch? It's like, how the fuck do you tell them? To, to, <laughs> to bring, how do you train them to bring it down? Like, because they I've think they're singing it. One person who had really bad pitch, um, and then she didn't want it enough to keep coming back. Like, I don't think she, I think she just wanted to come for a bit of fun and a bit of company, to be honest. Um, She said she didn't carry on with it, but again, it's it's ear training and mimicking sounds. So everyone can mimic play sounds Mm. um, to not sound weird. But if if I said to you go, ooh, you could mimic that sound. Yeah, not very um, well. And it's about being able to to match and copy sounds so that you can then relate where that sits in your voice. Whereas if if I said to you sing, ooh, you might not be able to find that. But if I went go, ooh, ooh, and you just make it fun, like call and response. Yeah, your people can, um, singing echo voice. sounds. <clears throat> your singing voice sounds so different to your talking voice that when you did that then it was like really, I was like thinking is someone else with you <laughs> but in the house, like, honestly it was like quite like it's weird to see the because obviously your talking voice is like your uh set pitch or whatever um but when you did that i was like jesus who's in the room like what's going on it was quite, quite a weird thing so yeah i mean obviously you to deal with that um like i said it must be a massive skill like to be able to help someone mimic the the sounds even because like you said, the ear training, I suppose, is like massively fundamental. Like they, they need to know that because obviously if, or they need to be training and developing that because obviously you may do the ooh, sound thing that I can't do very well. Um, and I might think I'm doing that and mimicking it, but it may be still slightly off. So I suppose do you have to then develop it further or... or yeah, I mean? and it's practice and repetition. Like when you show someone how to um, bicep curl, yeah. <laughs> like if you show someone how to do it or how to, uh, um, yes, I'll, I'll stick with that because it's the only thing I can think of vaguely <laughs> relatable. Um, they might not do it right the first time, but yeah. it would get better and better. Their technique would get better and their ability to look at how you're doing it and then translate how that means that their body has to move to achieve the same thing. Um, yeah. Still fucking hard, like, it's just, uh, you know, because obviously my thing's visual, do you know what I mean? So like, it's true. Yeah, if I'm you bicep can't... curling, it's like, 
I can touch them and move their arm here and push their elbows in, etc. Adjust their feet. It's all very physical and visual, whereas like someone's uh, hearing or like it's just hard. Like I, that's what I'm saying to you. Yeah, it must be fucking yeah, hard to teach it, it is. Um, but most people who come who want to sing, like they actively like music is a part of their life. Like they listen to music, um, they sing along with music, they play. Like um, they already have a foundation of ear training because something must have driven them to come and try singing in the first place. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like you're dealing with a complete. Um, not like teaching a hedgehog to sing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it's not like a complete yeah. alien. Like obviously these people have have got some form of passion for music or have yeah. listened to music and tried like a little bit of singing or whatever and gone actually this is what I want to develop on so they come to you with maybe a set of skills where they can understand you're kind of helping them progress in it or tweak it or whatever so yeah I suppose I mean it's still hard I, I don't think I'd be able to do it but you know it's still still a hard um, a hard thing to teach for sure like I can massively take my hat off to you and say fuck doing that do you know what I mean obviously it's what you're <laughs> passionate about like no problem but if you threw me in the deep end and said to me right teach this person how to mimic this I, I'll as soon as they started singing I'd just clap my hands and be like that's the best thing I ever had <laughs> even though it's not I'd have to I'd have to lie because I'm not um good but I assume like as well like you said about the the pitch techniques or whatever you uh whatever you call them if like they they I've seen on like TV or whatever, they're like, la, 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 like, is that, like, one of the things, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, things like that, they're, they're more just, like, warming up, and you can do anything to warm up, really, just humming, um, some exercises, like what you do, you just did, is about spotting intervals, mm -hmm. um, but... I think it's more rewarding to teach through song. So I always encourage students, we do a little warm up, um, or if they feel like that they're sufficiently warmed up already, then I probably would skip a warm up because, you know, teenagers talk a lot, which means that they come to me after a school day and they're probably, they're warm anyway, because um, they've been talking and using their voice. Um, uh, and I encourage them to bring a song that they're finding hard because I'd rather teach them something that then they can go away, walk away thinking, you know what, I'm like 50% closer to be able, able to do that. Um, yeah, teaching through song. I, I, I like teaching through song. So here's a, not maybe a difficult question for you, but who would you say is one of the top singers in the world? Not currently, like I may not have ever heard of them, so, <laughs> you know, I might have to research it, but who would you say like, is, like I don't know, uh, Christine, Christina Aguilera or like a Mariah Carey or whatever, like, who would you say is personally your preference who's hitting the good notes, do you know what I mean? Uh, hmm. Who would be your favourite singer and why? There you go. Gosh. Um, I would say uh, Jojo. Do you remember Jojo? Is she the one that sung um, Get Out? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, yeah, so she hit fame when she was like 12, 13 years old, um, and she's just released her new album. She has been singing all this time, um, but she is a phenomenal singer. Like, everything that comes out of her mouth is just amazing. Oh. It's the results of years and years of training. She knows exactly what sound she's going for. Um, 
Yeah. And she does some, like, I'm always envious of people who can do natural, like, um, runs, like riffs, like the, tw the twiddly bits. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and she can do some amazing stuff, so. I didn't even realise she was still going, like, that shows yeah. how much she, uh, she's dived off of the mainstream limelight, because obviously, well, I suppose music goes um, in the genre it wants to go with, so, like, rap or whatever, like, Drake and everyone. Uh, get publicised maybe a lot more than yeah. a Jojo or whatever, but um, yeah, I mean, she was like my my childhood crush. Like, <laughs> I was like, if she's if yeah. she ever watches this, now she knows. <laughs> childhood crush, like massive. Like I was, I was like, oh, I love this girl. Like she's got the the best voice. That I'm just getting hot under the collar, you know. I was like, I'm gonna meet her one day and marry her. <laughs> oh. Gonna have to tweet her now. Let her know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so would you say she's like obviously she's you know you said that she's one of your favourite singers because uh, she can do the natural rifty tweaky bits. Um, yeah. Would you say she's like the most complete singer that you've heard? And that's hard to say, I know, but like delivering. Uh, so because I remember. Yeah, as a, as a as a personal taste, she's who a vocalist that I would choose to listen to, yet still, um, I find it hard to like singers because I can always find something that I don't like, um, yeah. which is mean because I'm not a perfect singer. I'm not saying that I've never found someone I, I entirely like the sound of because I'm better than everyone else. <laughs> I just find it hard to listen to someone and think, oh, you could have done that or that wasn't as good as it could have been. Um, but then again, the imperfections are what make people individual. So you don't want everyone turning out like a vocal robot and everyone sounding the same. Um, but yeah, I'm all, I'm, fine with, I'm quite critical of any singer. No, <laughs> which, I mean, that's, that's yeah. your um, profession. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So you're going to always find some flaw, like flaw that's what you're trained to do basically and then how and help them um develop from there as a skill but yeah so i mean it's the same for me like as a trainer there may or like as a guy that started his own business a person who's been successful in business and has like five of their own businesses would come to me really see what i'm doing with my business and be like you're doing it shit like you know or they'd watch from the outside see how i'm doing my business and be like yeah i can pick flaws in that you know what I mean? And then they come in and coach me the qualities to be better. Um, obviously, when I was like younger, you'd have, uh, I mean, Christina Aguilera was like the big thing then, and people were saying, I think I read like articles that she had like, um, she could hit like a note that I, I may be totally wrong, by the way, like I may be totally misinformed of this, but she could hit like a note that so many people can't, and I can't remember what it is, like, it's like a really high A or something like that she could do mm. like a certain vocal so I was just like trying to get your opinion on say how how can you tell like who at that level is it just due to preference who's better or is it is there like is Jojo a better singer than Christina Aguilera because she can hit these vocals whereas Christina Aguilera can't you get what I mean yeah um I think it depends on um I would say no singer's better than other singers because it's a matter of taste. Like like what you just said, it's what someone, when they hear it, how that translates to them, 
how they hear that that voice and also it evokes certain emotions so like someone might argue that a classical singer like Pavarotti is the best singer in the world but if you don't like that sound it doesn't relate to you then you're not going to say that agree that that's the best voice mm. um that's why we have such an eclectic range of music because people like different things people relate to different voices um yeah because it's my, like um, saying, on, yeah because you can sing high and loud um people some people really don't like that sound um the high yeah. pitch squeal yeah, so, so, for, so for me, I, 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 whenever I hear someone sing a loud high note, I'm always like, wow, that's incredible, I wish I could do that. Whereas other people hear that and they think, well, I'd much prefer it if they hadn't have done it like that. Yeah. Um, so it's just personal preference. It just sounds like a cat being strangled. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got Very the cat in the cat. building? Yeah. I mean, um, Pavarotti, is that his name? Pavarotti, yeah. Yeah. The opera guy. I can sing like him. Like, I can sing opera pretty well. I'm just, just oh. going to throw out there. Maybe sometime I'll record it and let you know. I'm, I'm not going to do it live. I need to tune How about like vocals. an operatic version of Hero by Enrique? Yeah, maybe we can try it. Maybe we'll do a, a collab. <laughs> yes! <laughs> we, can, we can try and sort something out. But um, <laughs> what sort of music are you personally into then? Because like, for me, I'm like a... a I like instruments more than vocals, that's my preference, so I would like listen to, I don't know, Pink Floyd, and I'm like guitar solos, I'm rocking, yeah. I'm like brilling my top round like a hooligan, you know, I'm going crazy for it, but, and so for me I like the, I suppose it is preference, yeah, but I like the guitars and stuff like that, and that type of um, music, what's your preference of music? Um, people ask me this, and when I when I give my answer, they, it always feels like a very underwhelming response. But I like pop music. <laughs> I like pop music. It makes you happy. Um, it's got an element of repetition, so you can always join in. And to me, that makes music fun. Um, yeah. But when you say you, when people admit to liking pop music, you're they're like, oh. <laughs> What's your um, favorite pop song then? Go on, hit us with the the world. I know, like, it's, I always have these conversations with my friend when we talk about favorite films or whatever, and it's very hard to pick one. But you know, if you had to like first one that springs to your head, I said, pick your favorite pop song. Go. Mbop. Mbop. How does that go? Mbop. <laughs> Mbop. Yeah, actually, you pretty much sang exactly how it goes. Mbop. How? What the? Do you not remember Hanson? There were three brothers. No. Oh. Well, I don't. Well, maybe... We've got Lion later, you're in for a treat. No, look, I'll, I'll look now. I'm going to get it up, so hold uh, up. Um, we're going like to disappear. like anything like old, old Backstreet Boys, Spice Girls. Mbop. <laughs> do do Oh yeah, I know that song. Mm, no one knows the words, but... Boom, bop. There we go, Hanson. Let's just have a look. Oh no. Yeah, big tune. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's it. <laughs> You'll see it come up in a minute on your. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, there. So I'll just shine it off. Uh, I'll go back to us. Um, so you've got your own. Oh, I can do it actually while I'm on here. You've got your own Facebook page, am I right? Yes. Yeah. Um, how do I find that on here? Is it on Facebook your page? page. On my Facebook page, it's just it's Samantha Larillia Music. I do have a difficult surname. It's <laughs> yeah, I had to look. <laughs> I was like, oh, I hope I don't spell this wrong. I think I've got it up. You'll see it popping up in a minute. So yeah, this yeah, is that's your... my personal page. And then if you just write music after it, then uh, that's my music page. Seven hundred eighteen likes. She's going up in the world. Yes, I want to reach a thousand by summer. That'd be good. I don't think I've liked this. Oh, there you go. How rude of me. <laughs> so yeah, this is currently all your um, stuff that you've been doing, your videos and stuff. Are the what is this like? Just you singing, or have you got like clients on video as well? Um, no. At the moment, it's just all just me. Um, my singing. I do, um, sometimes I do live videos for, um, I do like a Monday mashup, so that's on there a couple of times. Um, yeah. Do you, is this how people contact you about booking your service, like through Yeah, your you can go on there. Also, I have a website, www.samanthadorilia.co.uk, and that's got about all the stuff that I do, weddings, gigs, vocal tuition. It's all on there as well. So was it www.samantha... Loridia. God, how am I going to spell that? L-A-U-R-I-L-A.co.uk. Yeah. Hopefully I've got this right. Okay, there's your page. I'll copy this into the video actually while we're here. Cool. So it's down in the comments so people can view it. So you've got your videos. No scrubs mash up con. Ah, I'm gonna have to check this out. Oh. At some point, weddings, vocal tuition. Who designed yeah, your like... website for you? If you don't mind me asking. Um, well, I did it and it's through Squarespace. Okay. Uh, was that hard to do or? Oh, yes, it was difficult and it. I still feel it looks a bit juvenile, but it's finished, which is the main thing. <laughs> Honestly, it looks really good. Like I'm not. Um, oh, good. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. Like this, it looks really professionally done. That's why I asked who done it. Oh, good. Yeah. I. Uh, I don't. I. If I feel like I can do a job fairly well, then I'll do it myself. I'll give it a good go. Yeah, I'm like that as well, and I'm a bit of a uh, perfectionist when it comes to stuff. Like if it's not right, even the slightest bit. I'm, I'm unhappy, like it has to go, be scrapped or whatever, and I have to go again. So yeah. I do like a lot of my own marketing videos or um, photos on Photoshop or Photoshop or whatever, and if it's shit, like, or even if it's just a little bit to the left yeah. from the centre, I'm like, nope, it's got to go again. And <laughs> yeah. People are sometimes like, oh, you're so, it's so frustrating, but I'm just like, well, it needs to be right, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Otherwise it's going to bother me for the next 10 years of my life. Yes. Done. Um, so yeah, you said pop's your favourite um, category of music. I've got one question for you, and then we'll finish it. Do you think Michael Jackson was a good singer? And I know that sounds stupid, but he does a lot of like 
Chapman, Chapman, Chapman. That you weren't a good singer, but there's been several occasions where you've demonstrated your vocal prowess, and it's been <laughs> it's been good. Letting out my inner inner lion. <laughs> uh, um, yes, he was a good singer. Um, he was experimental as well because, like you're saying, that like some of the sounds that he made were unlike anything that anyone before him had attempted in like mainstream music. Um, so he was actually a very clever vocalist. Yeah. Short and sweet. Okay, well, cheers for coming on. Massively appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Um, if you just want to quickly advertise your services, you can do that. So I know you've mentioned your website and your Facebook page, but feel free to go with what you want and say with what you say whatever you want. Go. Short time. Oh. <laughs> ah! Okay. <laughs> Um, yes, so I'm a gigging singer and a vocal coach based in the south of England, Bournemouth-based. If you're interested in uh, any of my services, then uh, check out my Facebook page, my website, YouTube, and drop me a message. Brilliant. I'll put the links in the video as well. Thank you. Cheers for coming on. Take care, all right? Thank you very much. Bye.